Um, hello, how are you? I hope you're okay. <laughs> I think the weather is you're okay today. Right the so, sorry? You never hoped anything's okay. Nah. <laughs> is there a part of you when you drive past a funeral um, that you... Um, I don't know. I don't. I really, honestly, I don't know you that well. I've seen you from sure. a few clips. Yes. And um, Rick Diaz. Hello. Is in the house today, uh, all yes. the way from Belgium. Exactly. And um, what happened? Because uh, I left a month ago. Do you want to talk a little closer to the mic? Yeah, no problem, Mr. Whispers. <clears throat> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> um, you were um, comfortably in comedy purgatory in belgium yeah I, mean, I, I don't want to say you were a loser no no i was doing okay in belgium you were, <laughs> like i was a total loser i was doing okay you're yeah, doing okay yeah, yeah i was doing okay but it was uh, uh from what i what i know um the belgium comedy scene is not that big no. like as far as like you you're not touring the country doing stand-up comedy in clubs oh well no i mean Okay, I am touring the country though. Uh, there's a lot of people that put. So, in Belgium, there's a larger French-speaking scene than the English scene. The English scene is quite small. Bonjour. And, exactly, and it's present in mostly in Antwerp, yeah. um, in Ghent, and uh, they're trying to open a, a couple of spots now in Leuven, which is uh, just uh, like 25 minutes uh, from Brussels. So it's mm -hmm. from my house, so it's very convenient. Um, and then you have to go to Netherlands or other places if you're not performing English. And in French, there's there's maybe about 200 comedians, something like that. And uh, you can move all around the country. There's people putting on events at, at all sorts of places, small theaters, local theaters, small bars, restaurants, venues. And, and I've traveled al almost all the way to... It, from the end, end of the, the country, yeah. from one end to the other. <laughs> you, but you the end start of the to see the shorelines because you start to run yeah. out of dirt. Yeah, of, of pop like supply and demand. Sure, but it's it's been what's been interesting about that was that I I've been able to try my comedy for more like non-city people, more blue-collar people, or and I've been able to discover the yeah, country. Some, some inbred farmers. Yeah, but there's some there's some glory in that. They think you're but, a genius, first of all. Yeah, the actual <laughs> surprise was I was expecting everybody to be inbred farmers, and then I was like, hey, wait, no, this city is actually nice, and people are like seem pretty like wealthy and fine yeah. they're just not in the capital yeah 
So that surprised me. That was I had a stereotype, and 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 that went against Same. that stereotype. But it was nice. Same. Yeah. Are you know Ty Rivera? Yep. He says his best audiences are white rednecks. I believe that. Hundred percent believe it. I think you would destroy at the Apollo. I, I honestly, I'm curious. I, I'm honestly curious because those people love characters, and, uh, and it would be over. It'd be a wrap. <laughs> I, I I did an all black comedy show in yeah. uh, Johannesburg, and uh, literally the only black a uh, white person in the room, of, of probably fifteen hundred people at a casino in Johannesburg, and they literally laughed at me for about three minutes before I said anything. I come walking out. This next guy's from Canada. Huh? You know the Canadian applause. Oh, this is going to be nice. Nice. I come out in tank tours and the shorts, and they were just like they were. They couldn't stop laughing. I hadn't done nothing. I'm just like, what? Yeah. They're like, dude, it's better be good. And I lit that room up. That's fantastic. I, uh, I love when that happens. I love when you when I walk out. So a lot of people are, oh, when you walk out, people start laughing. It's like, yeah, it's part of the like. You have to work on that. Totally. And that's that French clown in you. I guess, yeah. Uh, French or Spanish clown, but yeah, we uh, have a tradition of that. Clowning is very popular in mm. uh, in Europe, especially France, right? The mimes. Yeah, there's mimes. There's also like street clowns, uh, clowns that uh, perform at like you know lo local village um, yeah. annual parties and things like that. The village idiots. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the, money in that. There's a lot of money in that. Yeah, you can be the um, the small town eccentric who does Christmas parties and a, a friend of mine became a street magician. He was a street juggler, then a street magician. Yeah. And he was telling me, he showed me videos of his friends that were street clowns in, yeah. performing in Spain. And it's a, it's a shit show. It's so hard. It's so like, it's hard work. You have to engage a crowd of like children and parents that don't care about anything. And have like, no, like, look at me. Yes. Gather, get that attention. It's so, it's like so much technique involved in that. I've seen a couple of street performers yeah. at the end of a performance, well-crafted, something very, acrobatic or some sort of physical feat and then um the crowd dissipated and no one put any money in, and they oh. fucking kicked their bucket like there's no uh there's really nothing between you that's probably the most raw uh performance is village idiot no, yeah it's, it's a tough it's, gig it's tough it's, it's tough a, yeah but what um you know we talked earlier at the um sunset uh, yes. last night and uh um there's really no stand-up comedy clubs in Belgium, is there? Um, it's it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday at one venue that specifically in French there is. And I'm talking from an American, yeah, yeah. but people have been performing on stages in all forms in Europe for hundreds, yeah, thousands yeah. of years. So in in Brussels, in English, there isn't. There is no oh. dedicated comedy club. There are uh, venues that will rent English out spaces night, yeah. uh, and, and, and like they'll have a nice basement or uh, in Ghent there is a Ro Ruse comedy club and that's a bar upstairs and then you have the room downstairs so there's that in Antwerp there's no dedicated comedy club and a host comedy club will do comedy I think in Dutch and in English and in Brussels in, that's the capital there's nothing they do Dutch and, oh yeah. because in some countries I've been to they'll yeah. do English in their native tongue like Swinglish so that they there's they they're doing that now in Rotterdam at Club Hauch. I did a, there was, I was the only English speaking comedian in a Dutch lineup. 
And that was a, a tough gig. I bombed every fucking night in Amsterdam. Yeah. And then they called me back for an all English night and I crushed. So it was, yeah. uh, even though they understood what I was saying, I think that the switching kind of changed their mood, you know? Yeah. And in French, there is a, there's two venues that are dedicated to comedy now and, and, and well, three and I, at least a fourth one or a fifth one are going to open up. There's a King's Comedy Club. There's Comedy Cat. Uh, what the fun is going to open a club. And then uh, a Belgian comedian who's mostly based in Paris opened a, like a club inside a large concert venue called mm -hmm. Le Nouvel Acte. But this one is just open, so it's kind of like trying to find its bearings and its footing. Yeah. What's the... Um, um, oh, I lost my train of thought. What's the dominant like language? Because Belgium speaks what... Four languages. There's three, oh, legally, there's three official languages. There's yeah. uh, Flemish, which is a variation on Dutch, which it's Dutch with a different accent. Um, there's French. Dutch are so tough. Yeah, ah, they're nice. I mean, they're very both. They're, they're very pragmatic. They're pragmatic people. And then there's a, the, a German community that's kind of small. It's kind of non-existent. It's it's, it's significant. <laughs> and Brussels is a French-speaking enclave for the most part within the Flemish Dutch-speaking region. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. There's language yeah, yeah. In, in the same country. No, in the same city. You never in, meet any you never meet some of these guys. In, in Brussels, the Brussels uh, Brussels is divided in territorial uh, like areas, like they call it commune, communes. Yeah. And some of them are have are Flemish, some of them are French. And you, you literally just drive through and the sign language yeah. changes, the speed limit changes. It's the like Quebec. It's, yeah. It's you, it'll be hard to find a, a French sign mm. outside of the city of Montreal in Quebec. That's incredible. It's wild. And then if you go to uh, uh, Vancouver, it's Chinese. Oh, wow. They have this, uh, a lot of Chinese signs. I went to Vancouver, but long ago. I can't remember if they already had Chinese signs. But what year were you in Vancouver? 91 or 93. Oh, cool. I moved there in 93. Yeah, so That's where I started those. comedy in 96. Oh, wow. Okay. So 93, I moved from one end of the country to the other. Yeah. To pursue the uh, the stand up comedy dream. Well, back in that day, wow. It was wild. Yeah, no, it's been uh, it's been a minute. June was uh, twenty seven years, I think it was. Congratulations. My first. Or not? Maybe commiserations. <laughs> no, it's been wild. You know, like I've been fortunate enough to not have a wife or kids, so I could pursue this um, uh, selfishly with very little resistance. Um, so um, that allowed me to travel to 25 countries and, you know, really take advantage of opportunities as they revealed themselves. There was as simple as just grab a bag and a passport and whatever, wherever they speak English, we can do this. Yeah, so nice. I took full advantage of that. Where friends of mine have been married with kids for 20 years, they haven't even been out of the city. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, because yeah. their wives are slobs and their kids are joined at the head, and they they like they want separate meals. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I well, made that up, but I'm sure one of my friends has Siamese twins. You have, have how many? Um, how many Siamese twins? <laughs> <laughs> there's there's. Twins I shut a couple of them off, you know. <laughs> yeah, like I snipped them off <laughs> and I ditched them. <laughs> You no kids for you. No kids, no, no kids. And you're 49 now? Six. 46? Yeah. Oh, I was trying. I thought you said you were 36 last no, night. No. I was like, yeah, it's... 
Did you work at a tobacco plant most of your life? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. But um, so you're doing comedy yes. in uh, Belgium, mm. and um, what did you say? Four years? Six? Well, I st I started comedy in Thailand. I've oh. been back to Europe for a year, but yeah, in four years. I've been uh, four years, just four years in, four years in. A Thailand has a comedy circuit. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, it there's does. clubs and like yeah. they they have the whole the it's whole North American uh, American theme uh, style standups, especially a lot of the comics based out of London are yeah. touring all those places regularly. Oh yeah, yeah. No, there's there there are a lot of British headliners come through Bangkok. Yeah. When when I was there, I mean, Jimmy Carr came through. Uh, yeah. Dave Chappelle came through. Uh, Isla Schlesinger was supposed to come yeah. then COVID hit ah. uh, and then what's his name uh, the Australian dude uh, Jim Jim Jeffries came yeah. Jim Gaffigan came oh Jim Gaffigan's fantastic yeah, his I new saw. special is excellent yeah I haven't seen the new special yet but <sighs> solid yeah solid damn it it's the economy of words yeah it's super what I loved about Jim Gaffigan is he has, he's got this like wholesome boring reputation but everything he says is super dark yeah it's Loki super extra dark He's so white, it yeah. takes the burn off of it. Yeah, exactly. You know it's what just, I mean? It's very subtle. Yeah, no. He, I think if you had to transcribe his material and my material, the the color palettes are different. Yeah. What did I say last night? Shit, piss, blood, and Probably. cum. Probably, yes. It's yeah. like Neapolitan, though. Yeah. Red, white, and brown. Chocolate. As we say at the meetings, yes, vanilla, yeah. strawberry, not shit, cum and blood. But but you make it more fun though. I do have a lot of fun with it. Um, you are um, here in Austin. Yes, I left the week that you'd made your first appearance. So yeah, I, I arrived on the twenty sixth of August. And um, you've had, you got pulled. I got a bucket pulled at Kiltoni two days after landing. Yeah, isn't that Rough. wild? And it's then wild. Um, not only that, you you just got kind of kidnapped. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> With, like, opportunities. Yeah, I'm not going to complain. It's just suspicious. I could see you kind of going... Okay, where's the cameras? They're yeah, fucking I was, with me. I was looking at comments No one's online. ever been this nice to me in my life. Oh, my God. Yeah, I could. It will yeah. pass. It will. It's fine. Yeah, and I know you're realistic about it. You're Absolutely. an adult and you've yeah. seen, it, seen it come and see it go. And that's fine. It's not there to people to blow you. I'm going to write it for as long as I can. And then yeah. just nobody will take that moment away from me. It's happened. So exactly. It's fun. And then the rest will be whatever that is. And uh, do you want to explain to people what, uh, what has happened over the last month and a half uh yeah sure so i i so i i landed i got bucket pulled you know, at kill tony i i do one liner so i, I thought okay your format is but good you got pulled the day you arrived well two days after but two yes. days after but okay so so i get pulled which I, immediately immediately justified your plane ticket yeah yeah but before that i was so i so i, I got here I, I i got the list i saw the list of open mics i went to the mics and i was like okay in austin most of the open mics is just comedians listening there's barely any audience and i was like oh it's gonna be rough if I, if I can't get out of this if yeah I can't, if i can't be seen by someone it's gonna be a, t a rough yeah. time in austin i'll be grouped in with the mediocrity yeah i mean there's no and somebody needs to pull you out right yeah. so and then so i was and then i went to sign up for for the open mic at, at Mothership on yeah. Sunday and Monday, and I Smart. didn't get picked, and yeah. and then I got I signed up for Kiltoni, 
And I was just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and thinking, really, I, what did I do? Like, did I make a huge mistake? Did I spell my name right? Yeah, did I spell my name right? Yeah. Did I, did I, did I? There's the, no, the thing was, when you, when you sign up for Kill Tony, there's like 200 or more comedians. 200 or more easily yeah. in an alleyway, right? Are they well, still no, in an alley? No, they, apparently they moved it. Now it's inside Shakespeare's pub at the second floor, if you want to do yeah. that. But I just saw this concentration of comedians. I was like... It smelled of desperation and just like hope, and it was just like so a depressing. Breadline in an Eastern European country. Yeah, yeah, it's a soup kitchen. Exactly. Yes, it was really like, oh my god, oh my god, and I was, and then I thought the show was over because looking, I was looking at my watch, and I had signed up for the open mic inside Shakespeare's pub that they do in parallel to Kill Tony. Yeah, and I hear my name. It's a warm up. Yeah, you got to get to practice your sixty seconds in yes. front of comics, yeah. which can be a gift and a curse. Yes, you're on the treadmill, but. It's all amateur fitness training. At, at 5 p.m., I did the minute mic at Sunset Strip, which you can also practice your minute, and I bombed in front of 20 comedians and I was like, <laughs> with the same minute. Because they, they were just yeah. thinking about whatever they were thinking yeah. of. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a couple of chuckles, and I was like, I yeah. hate my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> and then I hear my name. I think it's for the open mic at, at Shakespeare. So I go check, and it's the guy that's bringing people in mothership. In? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh, my God, okay, like let's go. And you had... You, Clearly looked like you were prepared. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was a, a nervous energy off the top, but you you seemed to settle in the character pretty quickly. So it was a bit of both. So I, I was so I thought to myself, okay, I'm gonna dress as if I'm gonna get picked up. I'm gonna prepare my set as if I'm gonna get picked up. Yeah. Then I was thinking I wasn't getting picked up, so I got picked up like kind of by surprise, like everyone, I guess. Yeah. And but I had no idea that. Like when you see it on on YouTube, I guess it's different. But like once you really like you you get in the back of Mothership, <laughs> you go a couple of stairs, you walk like five like I don't know, a few feet, and then they tell you wait here. That's the curtains right there. It's like next to the door. It's so close to the door. I know. And I'm like I'm already what is this? Is it? I'm already here. <laughs> and I'm like just wait at this at this in little cross, and then they say my name. The guy opened the curtain boom. and boom, you're in front of 300 people. Yeah, you. I had like four steps to walk, not even four steps, and you're there at the mic. And I was. And that curtain is it. The curtain is it. And there's then, no uh, stairway or hook. As soon as that breaks, boom, they're there. They're there, and there was like the the drumming. The drummer was so close to me, I had to go around <laughs> it. The guitars, were, and I was everybody's so close yeah. to you. And I was like, so I was actually super nervous and stressed. But sure. I've developed a character for who that works. Yeah. So it kind of helped me look even weirder. Totally. The Mr. Bean aspect of yes. it is so uh, that will, yeah. in any situation with almost zero dialogue, yes. a couple of size, maybe an adjustment of glasses of this, you know, yeah. and then it's on. I would have done that on stage regardless. Yeah. But, but I think the whole, I was so stressed out from the whole process that it just, <laughs> I, it was more intense if you had the if that was a travel brochure yeah and say hey you want to go to texas and go on stage and stuff it doesn't sound like a very most people go to the beach well i mean because i had lived in thailand uh, i didn't really care that much uh, i thought i wanted to do comedy somewhere for my vacation right so i wanted to test my test different waters so i thought should i go to fringe in edinburgh and then yeah Oh, look what comedians were telling me it looked like a like like, like tough you're there flying on the street day after day looking for spots day after day bleeding to death financially yes. the whole time i mean i've bled to death financially coming here but i thought yeah. i had been to texas for tourism i liked it i liked the environment 
open mics here compared to New York or LA, you don't need to pay. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go there. I had a friend that came that stayed, me for, uh, stayed with me for three weeks, a comedian from Thailand, uh, Chris Ralph Eisen. So we were roomies. He didn't get bucket, bucket pulled, but yeah. he, he, if, he, if he had been pulled, he would have done great. Yes. Like, you know, there's great comedians that are just completely unheard of. For sure. And it's like a hundred to one. Yeah. And, and yesterday I was having a conversation, I think, uh, on one of the, of the, because they, they offered me to do further Kill Tonys while I was here. I've never seen anybody get the silver spoon off I'm, the hop. No, it made no sense. The I show was so bad before you. Isn't that great? Do you, do you kind of go, oh, thank God. Look, you stood on your own, you delivered, yeah. but there were so many stinkers. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. Just, <laughs> was, just, people had no idea what they were doing or how to execute any of it. Yeah, but, but like if, if I look at mathematically, like I, I think, I can't remember my exact set, but roughly at the end of the day, I had a laugh when I came in, then I had six jokes, which contained some of them have a laugh in between, like between the setup and the punchline. So I had probably, probably at a minimum of six to eight laughs per, yeah. in that minute. So that's a good level. Very and, lean. And then I crushed the interview. Yeah. So you and uh, they were so anxious to have you keep succeeding. Yeah. That there was no conversation. You were just kind of in your skin, and yeah. then they're like, okay. We yeah, can, just we can work with this. It was cool. It was cool to watch. Yeah, I, I was expecting that they were gonna rip me a new one and and, and like roast me. And, yeah, it happens. Yeah, and to they the were the best of them. Yeah, and they were just complimenting me, and I was like, okay, like I'll play yeah. with that, I guess. Sure. Um, but then when they offered me to do so many shows, I was like, okay, now I have to have to prepare all these shows. Yeah. So yeah, I, it's yeah. a different kind of pressure, right? Especially yeah. when you've been following the show. And you kind of have a, an, a, an idea of how it's going to look to you. And all of a sudden you're being blindsided with, the curtain's here, you're next. Yes. It's, it's you know, the process is a lot slower in a uh, small European country's I, comedy I, scene. Oh, much slower. I yeah. think it helped that I have the minutes. Yeah. I came at a moment in my comedy career where I had I have enough minutes that I can survive the whole process. <sighs> That's the thing. Yeah, and smart. Yeah, and and but the pressure of okay, no, no, now it's it's your shot. So, but that means now you have to kill every single set for <laughs> five weeks because <laughs> people are gonna wait for you to bomb. And you did your best stuff, so now you're trying to level yes. it up. Yeah. So it's not anticlimactic. They don't see this guy falling off per exactly, se. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, so it's no, crazy. The moment, well, I had, I had, okay. So I said six jokes. I had more than that. But the moment I got home, I was like, okay, spread them out. Like which ones are the strongest ones, the weaker ones per topic. So that every single show that would come after that would be of similar quality. Yeah. Instead of trying to like make the next one the best possible. Since it was guaranteed, I thought I need to spread it out. Otherwise it's going to look like I'm going downwards. And a lot of yeah. guys, don't make that recon yeah. recognize that, and they get they their big shit in their hometown. They come out here with five minutes, yeah. two of it's good. They get some notoriety, and then they realize that's all they had. I mean, I'll I'll admit this freely. Like once I was here, and I saw I've I've been able to see so many. I'm listening. So many uh, professional comedians since I'm here. I've been able Perfect. to see people do tape their specials. I've seen I've seen I've seen Joe Rogan perform. I've seen Andrew Schultz perform. I've seen Tim, Tim Dillon. I've seen Mark Norman. I've seen Ari Shafir. I've seen all of these people, and then I've started looking at my minutes. Like, oh, you have so much less than you thought. 
like oh, yeah. so much less and just not even that the jokes aren't funny it's not that it's more the presentation the presentation the consistency the packaging yeah i, I realize this it takes so much work to have more yeah and then it, look sometimes you write some funny jokes yeah. but they're not for yourself exactly they, they kind of fall by the they don't really fit into this mm. paradigm of your uh, on-stage persona yeah and uh now that one, even though it works, it's like I can't even use it. I yeah. made this thing, and it's I have nice. a bunch of those already in yeah. garbage. It's fucked, right? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I needed you guys, and they're like, we can't work with you. <laughs> yeah, no, it sucks. It totally. Yeah. There's a. I've had probably, God, at least ten to fifteen Canadians mm. come over here, and I got sixty seconds, and then they do it, and then they realize, oh shit, I just had a bunch of j club jokes. I don't really have anything that's set up for a sprint like that. Mm. And you, you've seen numerous episodes where they've bombed in their stand-up and done well in the uh, interviews and redeemed themselves in a yes. lot of cases. So there's, there is a safety in that where some people just have potential and personality but limited experience yes. comes out in their stand-up, but they have enough charisma and conversation but the, they can the, nail it. Yeah, the moment I got ba back home from that kill Tony, I started uh, just visualizing interview crying. questions. It's yeah, crying, crying, but also just like, uh, it was just like going over interview <laughs> questions in my mind and yeah. what would be a spontaneous answer? What would be a spontaneous answer? Yeah. What would be a joke I can recycle into a spontaneous answer? What would be a... Yeah. And just writing and writing and writing and writing. You literally have to walk around yeah. thinking about what a couple of strangers might ask you. Yes. Out of the ether. Uh, and what's and what's gonna be funny yeah. or relevant or memorable? Yeah. Or or how am I gonna roast the host or sure. your shit talk or yeah? Because what uh, what, what I said, yeah, defend yourself. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's and the Canadians aren't used to that. I had to turn up the heat a little bit to yeah. get them a little prodded. To Maybe that's the Spanish side because in Spain people are ready to like conversationally between friends like you don't take shit you're immediately ready to like bounce back yeah yeah is it that hot latin blood i keep hearing about maybe yeah maybe yeah, yeah. what's funny is like i remember one uh, last summer i went back to spain and some some one friend of mine was watching my comedy and then they were talking up to, to another friend of mine ah he's doing comedy now because i'm not i'm not making a big deal out of it when i'm back in spain because it makes no sense i've, I've barely done any comedy i've done some comedy in spanish uh, but not like long term. I've done like short stints yeah. that have gone well. I used to book a gig in Malaga. Oh yeah, sorry uh, off topic there, but yeah, Spain. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> I love and uh, it's good, good place. And and my friend just spontaneously said, "You do comedy, but you're not funny." I know <laughs> I famous. I was, it came from the yeah, heart. And I yeah. was like, and I was like, in my head, I was like, "You're actually right." Yeah, I'm the serious guy in my group of friends. Yeah, I'm not the funnier guy. No, but you know that comedy is serious business. Yeah, it's it's not a uh, it's not all water slides and pony rides. It's mm. a hard, hard job. It's a very hard job. It's ruthless, but it's but so far the, the I've done it for fun so far, and I'll try to keep it fun for as long as I can. Totally. If I lose the fun out of it, I might not continue. No, you'll never weather the bad days if you aren't enjoying yourself. Yeah, it took me a while. Sometimes I got so caught up in fun where I was in a rigorous touring schedule and it just all became a blur. And I'm like, why am I in Norway and I'm miserable? You know, because I haven't really stopped to take smell the roses here. By the way, a sh shout out to uh, Andres, who uh, did the same Kiltoni episode as me and he had a good set. Oh, yeah? And he, he's from Norway. And I'm going to go to Norway to, uh, to his club. He, he manages a club. In Oslo? Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ladder? Huh? 
What's his name? No, no, in Bergen, in Bergen. Oh, Ricks, maybe in Bergen. Mm. I love, I love, I prefer yeah. Bergen over Oslo. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you can't take the train from Oslo to Bergen, that's exactly what Yoshi said. So Yo, it's yeah, like, shout out to Yoshi. Yeah, like, you need to take that train ride. Apparently, I am um, Yoshi, and I got yeah. yelled at at the latter, uh, Lata, uh, okay. laughter Norwegian uh, theater. An older man stood up during I <laughs> stood up during the show and yelled out in Norwegian. I didn't come here to be insulted in front of my wife. <laughs> Uh, he said it in Norwegian. I asked a young couple that were crying, laughing in the front. And I go, "What did he say?" He goes, "He didn't be here." So, so he stormed out. Uh, but I, I, Norway's great. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But I mean, I'm happy for him because, like, he, he he was like, "Oh, you won the golden ticket." He thought he had done great. Like he had a good set. They gave him the notebook. They gave him the the, the water gun. Yeah. And he was so happy. And then he heard somebody got a golden ticket, and he was like. They just handed these fucking things yeah, he out. Was like, and he got all of this, and he just got this, and he was like all down on himself. But we became we became fast friends, and it's it's been uh, it's been really cool. And he, and I, I was chatting with him this morning, and he he was like, dude, like don't worry about it. Like you just got back to Norway, and you're a hero in Norway right now. And he was like, yes, like everybody's welcomed me. Like I've gone to war, yeah, and I've come back with all of these all of this knowledge and all of this experience, and it just broke ground for Norwegian people here. Yeah, and it's interesting. I've been receiving messages from people in Spain from. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. And you've got three or four more episodes to show. Yes. So, um, well, we're not going to tell anybody because it's a secret. Yeah. I mean, some people know because they were there yeah. live and uh, maybe some things will appear online. Sure. But for the most part, I haven't seen anything. The crowd is very... Uh, so you show up, yeah. Yeah. second day, get pulled for the show. Yes. You're uh, doing open mics in and around the city. Yeah. Uh, you, you get a golden ticket and... Uh, cemented in to doing series of shows at the mothership and did you end up doing something at the mothership a yes. showcase or something yeah i did i did uh yeah I, I i went three times to the mothership nice yes and uh now uh <laughs> you're uh you come to the movie movie to the to the small room at the mothership you know it's yeah. not like i was uh, opening for rogan or anything crazy no but no yeah, but yeah. but it, it, it's great it was great it's cool yeah it was a great room and then what happened last night <laughs> He hadn't even seen you perform. No. What happened? I, what, you want me to tell the story? <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like, well, I mean, I, I th okay. First, before I get into that, just when I landed in Austin, uh, Francisco Rincon, who's a regular at Mothership, had seen me online. Uh, oh. And he's a Venezuelan and he's he's a uh, Austin comedian. Yeah. And he really like I, I I got in touch with him and he really helped me like with like go to the I I got I go I went with him from mic to mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He helped me like get my bearings in the city. And honestly, without him, it would have been a completely different experience. See, he really white people don't do that for each other. No, he just did that, and I was like, <laughs> and I told him, now if he comes to Europe, I got him. That, that yeah. Francisco Rincon. If you see his comedy, check him out. See him on, watch him on Instagram. Cool. Because really, he helped me. He had no reason to do so. He, he booked me my first gig in Austin. Excellent. Yeah. So excellent. That's very, I'm really grateful to him. And yesterday, I think again, shout out to jo Yoshi because. Uh, he, he he saw me perform and he was he kind of also took me under his wing. He was like, "No, you're really funny. You 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 don't bullshit. Yeah. You are. I like you." And I was and he and he was like, "Well, you know, maybe maybe I don't. I can't promise anything, but maybe Russell Russell Peters isn't going to be in town. Maybe I can introduce you." And I was like, "Okay, yeah. like it'd be That'd great be nice. to meet him. Sure, it'd be nice. I mean, he's. I grew up in Europe. Uh, you know, like 
Russell Peters is a is, is a monster in Europe. Yeah, he's really big for years. So People I, have no idea in America. Yeah. They don't have no he's, idea. He's been the biggest comedian in the world in for, the world for like 15, yeah. 20 years. Yeah, he's huge in Asia. He's huge everywhere he goes. He just fills out theaters, arenas, anything he has to fill out. It will Poland, fill out. yes, Germany, like all the Baltic. There's yeah. it's packed. It's packed. It's, it's wild. wild, and he's incredibly funny. Yeah. And so, so yesterday I went. I I was a little late. <laughs> you, I had to be honest. As soon yeah. as you walked in the door, everybody went in on you. Yeah, you yeah, took yeah. it like a champ. Yeah, well, I'm, it wasn't malicious. You no, most of were Canadians, and it was all uh, out of love. But I understand. You couldn't stand anywhere with someone commenting on you. <laughs> yeah, I, I was a bit in a rush. I'm so skinny, and people. Are, and, and Russell was like, "Do you need food? You look. You need food. Grab some food. There's chicken. Grab chicken. You, you look and hungry." He came out with a, bo- a box yeah. of soda biscuits. Yeah, because I, I just grabbed the first thing in the bag, and I didn't want to make. A big deal out of it so then i opened it it was like shit wrong box just i have to eat biscuits bread. With bread. so i was like chomping on those things like mm. it was dry it was horrible and everybody's eating chicken french fry going yeah. who ate all the biscuits yeah like like that's the best part of the meal i, I had one i mean yeah it was just too dry on its own but yeah no i mean I, it's okay i know i that's how you look like uh you were in the movie piano eating biscuits <laughs> It's okay. Like I, I know that when you, when you, okay, if I'm gonna meet uh, like a group of of senior peers, sure, they're gonna shit on me <laughs> and see how I take it. Yes. So that's how it's gonna be. Good for you. That comes with being forties. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay, they're gonna shit on me, which is which. I brought a spoon. Yeah. No, but I, what I thought, if if they hated me immediately, they wouldn't shit on me. No. If I annoyed, if my presence no. annoyed them, they wouldn't even give me the time of day. I wouldn't exist. I would be pushing a corner and ignored. Yeah. So I was like, okay, they're shitting on me. That's great. They're talking to me. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> and then you you had seen my video, so you were started raving about. <laughs> I told me. you to come and sit down yeah. beside me. Yeah. Just come in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like all of you guys are like, and Russell was like, he hadn't seen me, had no idea who I yeah. was. But he was nice to me, I think, because you guys were nice to me. Sure. And you were saying I was funny and I had done yeah. so well and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a good candidate yeah. for it. I'm, I'm stoked to see. Uh, I won't be there, but yeah. I, I'm sure I'll hear about it. But you're going to perform in Dallas in front of, I don't know, how many thousands of people? I mean, okay. five, six, seven, eight thousand people. Well, I, I don't know. I had it in my head that it'd be like two, three thousand, but then, I then think the, it's the, the, the capacity of the room is like six, six thousand five hundred people. Yeah, yeah. The most I've performed with three hundred people. So we'll see how that goes. You know. <laughs> and you agree on the screen, so all the nuance. Yeah. Is going to be fifteen feet high behind you. There's going to be you. You're going to be the most polarizing performance of your life, just because of the magnification of the attendance. The, the whole production and stuff. The best part about it is I care about it so much, I also don't care about it at all. I know. I just, I'm so excited to go do it. Yeah. Just let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, Because yeah. like, I don't want to bomb because I don't want to tank Russell's show. Sure. But personally, I don't, if I bomb, it, like I'm even ready to bomb. Yeah. I just want to know what happens when I have to perform for that amount of people. That's sure. my curiosity. My curiosity is like, new challenge, take it on, see what happens. Yeah. Of course, I want to do well because <laughs> yeah, it's a big deal. But I, 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 I don't control. I've on his shows before. Yeah. There's been never any other than, yeah. fuck them. Like, it happens. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm trying to do my best and endear this room of strangers. But yeah, no, he, he offered that. No, like, I, I, he just said that. And, and what, what was wild is I, I told him, okay, like, okay. Yoshi and I are yeah. not having, like, there's no, 
No one's. We don't bring anybody. Like I know. I think it's just the vote of confidence he got from 100%. you guys. Yeah. 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 Totally. We've known him for so long that uh, there's a, a a good endorsement. Yeah. No. It, it makes such a difference. And um, again, fuck. I wish I was there. I get goosebumps for you. Yeah. But he, he. I was like, how many minutes? And he said twelve. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And you'll you'll yeah. get actually paid for that show. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, as long no. as he pays for my gas money, I'm happy. You know what I mean? It's you, better you, than, you uh, get you know. paid, let's, no let's doubt. Find. There's uh, yeah. Russell's notoriously known for uh, overpaying his opening acts. <laughs> I'm already grateful for the opportunity at this point. If he covers the yeah. cost of my gas, honestly, it are you makes, gonna fly home? Do it. With you, like when you get off the plane, are you gonna have both fingers up? I've had my both fingers up for like five weeks. Yeah. That's a, I have such a chip on my shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> no idea. I can't wait for you to go home and yeah. alienate all those long-term <laughs> relationships that you've been building in the comedy community yeah. and go. Nope. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> There's a no. I mean, I, a lot of people in the comedy scene back home have been incredibly nice to me and supportive to me. Like, yeah, because I, I I have a different style. I do one-liners in Belgium. Nobody does one-liners. Nobody. Long I'm the form only storytelling, one. kind of yeah, long-winded, long form, yeah. long-winded, like yeah. inefficient yet yeah. undeveloped. Uh, there, there are good comedians who are, who the local scene thinks are funny. Yeah. Because the crowd is not used to seeing something better because they sure. are the best of what's available. Yeah. And they're funny, but I know that if they came to the U.S. and assuming <laughs> in a perfect world their act was entirely translated, yeah, they would just die. Yeah. They would do okay. The best ones would do okay, yeah. But just the last per minute are not there at all. No. But they have a different culture also in French in, in French speaking world. Of there's more of this cabaret culture and the comedic acting culture, yes. which allows them to character driven performances. Yes, so they, they can get away with having less punchlines per minute than in the American format. But but you they, took they would the struggle. American craft of stand up and the uh, vaudeville of Europe. Kind of, yeah. Put it together. I've been influenced by both. Yeah. But yeah. but but my love was for American stand-up, so I was like, no, I, wh that's what I want to do. I don't want to do, you know. Who were some of your favorite American stand-ups? Like somebody that caught your eye? The first stand-up I ever saw was Mitch when Hedberg? I... Hedberg? No, it was a Louis Black. Oh, yeah. And I was yeah, like, he was always fantastic. He was always over in... Uh, yeah. I'd see him on the lineups in Belgium, and yeah. he was always touring. That, that's like the first stand-up I saw as a kid. It was uh, Louis Black and then Seinfeld at the end of a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. And that's all I knew. It was like, what? People speaking to a mic in front of a brick wall? What yeah. is that? That looks amazing. Mm. But I just enjoyed watching comedy for the longest time. And I didn't think about doing it. Uh, influ and influences, I, I I mean, people I love are like, uh, I guess half of them have been canceled, I guess, <laughs> by now. <laughs> <laughs> or should have been. Because, yeah. um, you know, 80s and 90s and the 2000s are a different time. Sure. Um, but like, imagine all the great names I've loved and watched one after the other. And, and in terms of one-liners, I have paid attention. Not that I didn't, I didn't love them. I love all of them. Like, you know, Stephen Wright, Mitch yeah. Hedberg, uh, Jimmy Carr. Uh, less known people Tim Vine yeah Tim Vine um, what's the name the guy with the guitar who does drawings as well I love him um, oh with, oh uh, with uh, a bigger nose yeah yeah black hair kind of yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, he won the Perry Award at he's lovely and he's such a good writer like he's such a good writer he kind of was the hottest thing yeah, like 10 years ago yeah and then it fizzled out but it is it is what it is yeah but he's still he's still very active though yeah and um I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But but I've looked at what they've done 
specifically to see how can I, even though I, don't, I need to write more and I'm only four years in, but okay, what's my mission statement to be different from them? Sure. Because I don't want to be... Parallel. Parallel. I want okay, okay, he does one-liners, but it's different from anything we've heard. Yes. So I make it more about me. I make it more personal, I'd say, like less observational in general. And I have some stupid things, but at the end, of, like I like to be self-deprecating. I think I'm, I'm the, the one that's, of all of them that do one-liners, yeah. I'm the most self-deprecating one, except maybe uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, no respect. But he had such a, yeah, such a delivery that was so unique to him that yeah. I know I'm not him. So yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how this all unfolds. Yeah, but There's been a lot of fun? people come through this city, and yeah. uh, fortunately, uh, like, are you, uh, can you live in the U.S.? Or do you have to apply for a visa and stuff like that? I would have to. Uh, yeah, right now I can't. I don't. I, I'm. I'm yeah. Right now I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm still legal <laughs> in this yeah. country right now. But uh, no, I. I can't live in the U.S. right now. I'd have to set uh, papers and. Yeah, it's a long, painful process. Yeah, it I'm was a, for me anyway. To get yeah. a green card, it took. Yeah. Five years of angst and. I. Th I will. I have. I have. Uh, because of my family, without entering into details, I think I could uh, make a pretty. Could I could. Uh, Build a, a case. Build a case for a green card application pretty fast. Oh, you got family in politics? No, I got family that have an American passport. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> just that. Yeah. As a, you were like yeah, a yeah. political... No, 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 no. Just just the passport that would entitle me to at least the up for the application. But it's more, do I want to do it? Does it make sense? Because yeah. I have to stay six months here minimum. Yeah. Without exiting the country. Same, same here with my green card. I have to be six months. Yeah, so that I don't, I don't know... I want to see how everything unfolds and what the opportunities yeah. are and whether it makes sense or not. Totally. And I and, and I don't want uh, leave your careers to make ten grand a year. Well, yeah, I don't want to live my career for people to know that now they have me. Like now we own you because that's we know that now you depend. Yeah, on you us. sell your, A lot of people sell themselves into enslavement. Yes, and just I've done that. for their ego. Yeah. Isn't it wild? I'm already a, a slave to my job. Not, my yeah. job has given me everything. It's helped me travel. It's helped yeah. me independence. It's given yeah. me a lot. But 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 it is an administrative job that's, uh, you know, on a day-to-day, -day, it's kind of just tedious. Yeah. Um, but I'm grateful. Like, they've saved my life. I, they've given me a good a good living. Um, but but I, and I, it's not an easy job to live. I've got benefits. I've, um, I've got insurance. Yeah, I've got, security. Uh, I've got security. Uh my rent is paid every month. I don't have debt. I'm like I'm, I'm fine. I'm comfortable. And just to say, and now I'm, if I, would, I, 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 let's quit all of that. And now <laughs> tell the powers that be of the entertainment industry, oh. the most reliable people ever, to that. Hey, now I belong to you. Now <laughs> I said that in the green. I go. Every one of these people will disappoint you. Yeah. <laughs> but like my so I, when I grew up, my my parent was far away, but he worked in the movie business. Yeah as a prop master uh -huh. and he would tell me stories oh yeah yeah and he was disappointed you know he had his share of his appointments so i was like okay you, you i i understand how the industry is to a point and how ruthless it is even if i was like a teenager or a kid hearing these stories so i'm not delusional of delusional, what the future no. may hold yeah. i just want to have fun with comedy but yeah what i always thought is every show i do even when i'm bombing there's at least two or three people in that room on the days that i'm bombing they're dying laughing. Yeah. So it's like, how? What do I do to have these people in the same room? Yeah. So if this helps me build a case for the audience to know who I am and find me where I'm gonna perform, that's already a huge victory. Yes. If one person shows up, 
Yeah. It, the trickle down, it's like no, wow. Like, yeah, in the last few weeks, like yesterday at the at the at, at the secret show, I had like at least well, there were several people that wanted to take photos with me. A couple of people that told me they no, we came here to see you. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is already yeah. like such a yeah. change. It's amazing. It's uplifting. Yes, it's uplifting. Especially yeah. when you haven't you don't have a hit movie or a TV show. No. But yet you people are still coming up and wanting to. But I do but, have a couple of Kiltoni episodes that have like 1.6 million views or however much. You know? yeah. So that's a lot of people have seen those. Uh, ex-girlfriend's calling up. Congratulations. Saw you on the internet. Yeah. None of that. Uh, no. <laughs> no? No. No, I mean, uh, I mean uh, whatever. Sure. No. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people that should have congratulated me haven't, but I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of people maybe they're they're just being um, just modest. They're, maybe just they're giving just me not space. thinking about you. Huh? Maybe they're not thinking about you. Yeah, they have their lives. They have their yeah. kids, or they have their job to tend to. You know, I'm just. But a, you will tell them when you get home. Nah, it's fine. I don't need to. <laughs> the no, only, it's fun to. Yeah. To, did you rub that success in their face? Well, maybe it might motivate them for them. No, to do I would. I don't want to rub the success in their in anybody's <laughs> face right now because I feel like I don't have success yet. What I got no. was a, a door. A huge door has been opened for me, but I haven't confirmed anything. Yes. Right, so I haven't confirmed anything. I not a penny. No, no, but no, but yeah, fine. So nothing. So okay, okay. I I got a fifteen minutes of fame, yeah. a little of lo local fame, that I, I haven't confirmed anything. That's gonna be in the long run. Yeah, and just a lot of work. I, I I went to a shop here in Austin and they gave me thirty percent discount because they recognized no me. No way. That was fun. Yeah, isn't that nice? That was like a nice thing. Yeah. You get used to that. Yeah, it was fun. Like people recognize me in the street here in Austin. It's the one thing that kind of makes me want to stay, but I feel like that's a that's an addiction. That's like dopamine addiction, and it's good that I leave to a place where nobody knows me. It's gonna keep it's me It's a grounded. lone wolf yeah. situation. That's what I said. Like a lot of the younger comics that are here complaining about the scene, I'm like, you're not supposed to hang out here. Yeah, you're supposed to go and travel and do this as many different environments as possible mm. to formulate your craft. Yeah, that was the one good thing about uh, Thailand that I've been talking about uh, with you the other day and with other people is because it's like an insulated bubble, you can't make a lot of money just being a, a local comedian in Thailand. You cannot. You can maybe make a little, a few bucks to cover yeah. expenses, get some hotel gigs or something, but it's, it, there's not enough demand. But what you can do is have a completely unique voice that's you because there's zero pressure for you to fit into any mold. Because there's no mold in Thailand. Nobody cares. Just try to be funny on stage. Yes. Whereas in, I guess in Austin or in, in, in Paris or in London, there's kind of a pressure of this is what the industry wants. So this is how, what you have to sound like. Yeah. And everybody's afraid of staying away from that. Yeah. But no, if you have a unique voice, then, yeah. then pamper that, travel it, work that unique voice, and it, it will pay off in the long term. 100%. There's no future in trying to fit in. Yeah, you, you're going to be a working, run-of-the-mill comedian who's efficient. Yeah. But. No, I've gone aggressively out of my way to make sure that it's separated. Yeah, that I saw that in the, the green room yesterday. <laughs> you were making animal noises. <laughs> <laughs> incredibly obvious. No, I was just, that's how I stretch. Yeah. As I fly around the room. You do that before every show? No, just when Brian's trying to shame me. Okay. <laughs> he puts the camera on me and then I make his internet worse for him. 
Uh, I, I hope he po- did. He post it. Did of he course he it? did. Oh, that's hilarious. He's trying to. Uh, he's always uh, trying to get one over on me. Brian's such a nice guy. He's a he's, peach. He's a peach. I didn't. I didn't know what to think of any 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 of these people, and he's just been kind to me. Respectful. Brian's the only one you can trust. Yeah. The rest of them are pure scum. <laughs> but Brian's a sweetheart. He is. He really is a sweetheart. And he's all about the comedy too. Like. He's, yeah. He's he and he knows his stuff and he knows yeah. what he's looking at. And yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I saw them light up. Their faces light up when you came on stage. You know one thing that's funny? Like before coming to Austin, I wrote to so many people saying, "Hey, I'm coming. Would you guys have spots for me?" And I got nothing. Like not even an answer. And then after Kill Tony, I had hey. to no, I had to open people's profiles and unsend the messages because oh. otherwise it would look like I was like <laughs> fuck them. Yeah, no. Let no. them see their dirty N- business. No, no, no. I was you're just nicer like, than me. Yeah, no. I did I was like, no, no, you ignored me like let's just let's just Good start for from, you. Yeah. You're more civilized. That's the uh it's a common collective. I send people that don't respond pictures of my friend's anus. That's not your own? No. I would never <laughs> do such a task. <laughs> No, I have a photo I keep on my phone of my buddy. He's, he's spread his, he's, he has a gaping anus. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like a yawning mud puddle. Did something. he send it to you or did you take the photo? He, he's... Is, is it a party trick for him? It <laughs> was something that I've taken on as my own. Yeah. And uh, been waterboarding the general public with this so, so you, you, photo. you keep the, the the what's his name like uh, boomer phillips no no the, the his name's boomer phillips <laughs> you can find him at boomer phillips but you on remember instagram boomer phillips congratulations do you remember that gape that early meme from back in the days when the internet started it was like that this huge guy gaping oh goatsy yeah yeah goatsy yeah that guy yeah goatsy. he's kind of like that yeah so you're but you're perpetuating goatsy it's incredible. Uh, Goatsy had a good run there for... See, this is you showing your age. Because oh, that yeah. was yeah, disturbing. Beginning. It was just really it was disturbing. very bad. I kept receiving it for at least six months. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge gaping anus. Well, it's not, even, not only that. If yeah. you remember correctly, he's pulling oh, his yeah. asshole apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to be more fun. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's holding it. He's yeah. holding it on his gaping asshole. It, and uh, the the white chicken skin nutsack. Yeah, it's horrible. It's all over. Thing. The guy's not a jogger, that's for sure. No, it was just the most <laughs> awkward body. The thing is, it, it's as if I, ha- I had done it. Like, if I, turned, if I just did that, that's what I would look like, I think. Oh, fuck. I wanted to show you. Let me. Can I show you my friend's asshole? Uh, sure, let's go. Let me just get my phone. I regret saying this to the. Saying yes to this already. I usually unload this in the green room. Okay. But, um,. Since we're on Goatsy, and you suffered the 2000s. It can't be worse than him. <laughs> I, I, the, all, every me, every, anything that was sent in the early 2000s was just horrible stuff. Like a guy getting run over by a train. Here's a little video that I sent to you via messenger. Okay. Here's a woman puking. It's just the most disturbing. A woman puking it sounds not disturbing, but it was really disturbing. I, um, I need you to, like, not... I need you to look at this. Yeah, I just need to look at it and react. Okay. Okay. This is the gaper. Okay, let's go. Boom. <laughs> Why? <laughs> That's Boomer Phillips. Yeah, it's... Uh, okay, <laughs> now take this away from my face. <laughs> no. I find surprising that the distance it's between the his anus and his balls, like his scrotum is really long. 
That's a birthmark. He's got tiny balls as well. So his balls would fit into his nutsack pretty fast. You squeezing your eyes together. Like, no. No. I expected worse. Like he's shaving. Yeah. yeah it's like, oh my God. It's just unwiped. It's not bloody. No. Yeah. It's, it's, but it is. There's no fingers and it is yawning. I can, I can tell from, the, from his butt that he's ugly. Oh, really? Is he ugly? <laughs> or pretty? Is he I a don't know. Guy? I don't know if I'd fuck that guy after I saw his <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he doesn't seem in good shape. He seems a little overweight. Really? I don't know. From that angle, at least. This guy's jacked. Is it? He's very... He's 240 pounds of brick shithouse. Yeah, okay. Like okay. a hockey player. He's like a giant hockey player. Okay. But on. it doesn't look like he works so hard. Boomer Phillips, I just got into your... I, I know what your asshole looks like. Are you telling me that guy doesn't look like he works so <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> no, it's different. Now, his daughter's the worst, though. This is his daughter. No, that's not his daughter. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, no. I got a whole family in here, but no, that's not his daughter. See, but, see, but the, the funniest part is what you've just shown me. Unfortunately, unfortunately... <laughs> It's more available content. It shocked me less, even though it was a wider gape. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's like, okay, It's not sure. as aggressive. It's not as aggressive. But that, that's, just, that's just like your bro bending over and show you his nuts. Yeah. And it's like, why am I seeing this right now? I know. It's like, I'm eating a hot dog. Yeah. Could you pick your battles? Speaking of hot dogs. Yes. You've got to, uh, you've got to go drive to Dallas. Well, yeah. I today, know. right? Yes. And... Um, yeah, please send me a picture. I hope I get pictures of me on stage. I hope I can get that. Uh, I think if I'll you, figure it out with the venue. Yeah, talk to uh, see if you get a, a clip of the show. Yeah, I don't I know how they so. are with that. I don't know. If uh, they could send me the reel, that'd be amazing. Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah, because I know they film all the shows. Probably they yeah. filmed every show for the last twenty years. If I could get even like a couple of screen grabs, I will already make a great post. You know, I don't even need the reel, but. If uh, I think it doesn't matter, what matters is I get the opportunity to do this, and yeah. then, then the, the, that I cannot get frustrated by that. I can't look at it as oh, I'm gonna get frustrated because I'm not gonna get my reel. But I should just be happy that I get to do the show, sure, and everything else is secondary concerns. And it, again, you've you've had the successes on the Tony show, yeah, and now now because now they can't go. Oh, you just you're just that guy. No, I actually opened for Russell Peters in Dallas the yeah. same week. No, it's, it's great. wild. It's, it's wild. great. People are going to fucking hate you at home. I hope it's so. It's very exciting for me. I hope so. Very I mean, exciting. Like people, and, not the men, and the people that are gravitate to you, the naysayers that gravitate you when you get back are the most untrustworthy cunts. Well, there's already people that have been, uh, as they say it here, uh, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, uh, a comedian, uh, his name is Susu. He's, uh, he's, he's, he, he just blew up in, in the Belgian scene because uh, a couple of his videos have gone viral. Is he Asian? No, no, he's, uh, he's, he's from Saudi Arabia. Okay. But he's, uh, he's, he, he does comedy that's very geared towards the, the more uh, like Muslim uh, residents yeah. of Belgium. It's like very uh, ethnic comedy, yeah. but it's strong and yeah. it's funny. And his crowd work is on top. On point, yeah. And he just blew up and, and, and he was telling me, dude, you're going to see. That be ready. Like people are gonna suck your dick. Like be ready to get. Okay. These are his words. But like people are just yeah. gonna suck your dick. Yeah. They're gonna come to you and just suck your yeah. dick. And like a lot of people have been sucking my dick. Sorry for being rude, but like it's just it's true. <laughs> it's just it's what happened. People are just like, oh my god, dude. Like blah blah yeah. blah. It's like 
dude, you're making me use my time to talk to you. I don't want to. That's what's going on in my head. Yeah. I'm like, oh, sure, thank you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then, but those people... Send the boomers asshole. No, but what's... And they'll never respond to you. But they at least took the time of being nice to me, even if it's... For, sure. Either if it's... For, in some cases, for selfish reasons, not everybody. Some people are just being nice and happy for me, just happiness for me, and and living vicariously through me, you know. Because like, oh, I'm glad you do that because it Maybe it gives me it. hope, yeah, like yeah. it's doable now, you know. Because yeah. we see, I see you every day. A friend of mine told me that the most beautiful thing for him about Michael Tony said was that, dude, what I loved the most was it was just you on stage doing the same jokes yeah. you normally do, yeah. and I'm so happy it finally got the recognition yes. it deserved because I've seen you do this set so many times. Yeah. And and you're just struggling with those just in this bar and that venue and yeah. it's like I'm just so happy. But a yeah. controlled environment. But people that should have at least said, Hey man, congrats have said nothing. Those are the ones that I wanna burn. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's great. Yeah. I had similar uh things like that in Canada. Again, For sure. Russell was the first person I think that ever endorsed me when I was a young comic. I've heard uh, that Russell have given has given so many breaks to people, <laughs> just huge thousands. Yeah, you have no idea as you start to learn more about this guy. Everything I've heard is phenomenal. Just, yeah. What he is, um, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. But you do, you do have to leave. I think this is going to be a two part. Don't worry about it. Because I want to see you at the bottom now. <laughs> okay. I, I, we got that might be a month stuff. from now. It could be. It could You're realistic. Be. Yeah. You're realistic. It, it, could could, be it could be a short uh, stint. But again, if you had to, you, you literally could quit next week and still done better than most. Yeah. I mean, when I compare <laughs> myself to all of my friends that are just struggling and just doing comedy for yeah. fun and all that, now my, my, my bio will always be able to say, Kill Tony, golden ticket winner. And that's Open for that's Russell it. Peters. Open for Russell Peters. In front of a real, where people paid more than $20. One thing that I'm happy about, there's there's two people that I know of uh, that I opened for in the, uh, one of them I didn't open for, I just met him um, at a show. Uh, uh, Andre de Freitas, he's a Portuguese comedian. Mm -hmm. He's now been blowing up. He went to Australia, he did great. He's just, he's just been blowing up lately. And uh, Russell Hicks who's an American comedian based in London, who I kind of opened for at Top Secret. I say kind of because... Russell Hicks or Russell Howard? Russell Hicks. Okay. He's a, he, does a, he does, for the most part, he said he'll do an hour on crowd work with a few bits that he knows, but he's a crowd work just genius. Ross Noble was like that. His whole yeah. thing was improvised. And, and, and Andre the Fetus is now going to come back to Brussels to perform, and he specifically asks that I open for him. Excellent. And then Russell Hicks is, 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 was like, hey, I'm going to do a few uh, Europe dates. Like, I hope you can open for me. So these are things that they've seen I've been working. Yeah. They recognize that, you know, that I'm funny. They recognize my progress. And that feels good. And you're that professional. Feels, yes. That's a key. A lot of people don't know how to yeah. do that. I mean, opening for Russell Peters is an amazing opportunity. But that's something that just fell on my lap. Again, thanks to your endorsement and my hard work. You wouldn't have endorsed me without my hard work. Yeah. But just but but this like thing of like I've met these people they liked me I did a good good work for them I was I was I tried to be helpful and now that this coming back yeah that's very rewarding yeah it's really re rewarding it does it does it does make you smile for no reason you get a stupid yeah. grin on your face and go this is all I need to be happy yeah that's it just fucking let me tell jokes please yeah exactly <laughs> let me tell jokes and and 
And where can people find you telling jokes? Uh, everybody can find me on Sad Man Rick. As sad as sad Man I, Rick? Yeah, I'm and sad. And it's R-I-C. R-I-C, yeah, because my full name is Ricardo. Diaz. Ricardo. And people keep spelling my name wrong in this country. They say Diaz with an E. Yeah. Oh, it's Diaz, Diaz with an E. They keep spelling it Diaz with an A because it's the most known last name. Like the Americans Diaz brothers. Are sloppy. Uh, you have the Nate, the Nick and Nate Diaz in the UFC. A lot of Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. There's a lot of Diazes. Yeah, but so what I wrote in now, my friend was like, uh, he's a he's pretty popular on YouTube and TikTok. I was like, dude, you have to put the wrong spelling as as a side note so people can find you. So if you yeah. look for me with Rick R I C K Diaz D I A Z, you'll still find me online. But I'm at Sadman Rick on every single platform. Sadman Rick on every single platform. Yeah. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. It's I a know pleasure. you've been uh, whisked around over the last month and just here and there and everywhere. But you're uh, clearly making your trip worthwhile. Yes, and, uh, I wanna. Yes. You can go home with a sense of relief and accomplishment, which a lot of people are not. Yeah, I would have gone back with a sense of accomplishment with a lot less than what I got. So I'm on, I'm on cloud nine. Yeah. If people think I'm not and I don't appreciate it, I do. Totally. His face not might not show it, but he's happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. Go Thank to jasonrouse.com for all your uh, shows. And uh, Rick's going to be back in Austin. But tonight you're, uh, you're in Dallas opening up for Russell Peters. And Thank you very much. And probably just shy of 10,000 people. Well, but, don't blow it <laughs> those were his words <laughs> yeah t t tony uh, hinchcliffe told me the same thing don't uh, blow it no like for the second show he was he just looked me straight in the eye and he said don't fuck it up a million people are gonna watch this yeah <laughs> i was like thank yeah. you no pressure but i know it's it's their way of like giving me shit and also putting pressure on me like this yeah. is real this is real this is not a yeah so uh, thank you tony by the way thank you tony thank you red band because you guys have changed my life the Thelma and Louise of comedy. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know which one's Louise, but they'll figure it I've out. I've never seen the movie. I just keep using that point of reference because it's dated and not that funny. It's, yeah, no. It's a, it's yeah. not very good. But uh, speaking of not very good, I got to leave. You got to get to Dallas. Thank and um, what do I got coming up? Oh, Midnight, Sunset Strip, October 27th, Midnight Madness. Midnight Madness. With Jason Rouse, Brian Holtzman, Ty Rivera. Wow. Um, fuck, there's another banger in there, too. I can't remember. Anyway, there's a big uh, Halloween show that I'm going to be doing at the sunset. And then um, I will be doing a cross-Western Canada tour starting in April. But that's down the road. I'll be here in Austin. I know you'll be back before spring. I'll be back before and, spring. And uh, we'll do another follow-up. We'll see what's happened. I know that you're very realistic and... Uh, and uh, yeah, about what's going on, the mechanics of all this. So good luck and uh, talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cool. That was like an hour and a minute. Perfect. Thank you so much. No.